Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. talk to you about the private war of a city. The private war of a saint. Now when I when I when I call him a saint, when I say saint, I'm not talking about somebody that is a recluse that's hiding away for fifty years and not in the public eye. No, that this is a Christian, this a believer who is walking in the fullness of Christ's love and uh we are all saints, according to Paul the Apostle. Those who love Christ and walk with him are called saints. The private war of the state. Now, Heavenly Father, we ask you to come and speak in a very special way. There are many private wars going on, even now while I speak. There are private wars among the saints of God here. And Holy Spirit, you have spoken to my heart, and you have given me something from your heart. And I ask you, Lord, to give me the strength, to give me the anointing, to convey it to this crowd, this congregation. Lord, without the anointing of the Spirit, I can't preach it, and we can't hear it. So we ask you to come, Holy Spirit, right now. I honor you, and I say, take my voice, take my mind and soul and spirit, and speak your words in our hearts so that we walk out of here encouraged and changed. In Christ's name I pray, amen. In the 12th chapter of Revelation, we're told that Satan's going to rise up on the last day and declare war on the remnant, the holy remnant. This is a war Satan is going, it is now engaging in against the church of Jesus Christ and against the body of Christ. That includes those in China, Africa, uh, 
South America, North America, all over the world. There's a war. And you and I are involved in what we have termed spiritual warfare. Now, this spiritual warfare can uh, manifest itself in many ways. It's, it's Islam in many countries fighting against the, the Christian way of life, fighting against uh, the, the revelation and testimony of Jesus Christ himself. When, when you go to Europe, it's secularism. This is the, the warfare that Satan is waging against the Church of Jesus Christ. A recent survey said that in Sweden, only 20% of the population now believes in God. 80% do not believe in God. Secularism and apostasy. You go to England, you'll find apostasy. You'll find it all through Europe. Europe is in great dire need of a shaking. And, and not just the United States. In the United States, the, the warfare against the church has to do with, with uh, madness for pleasure and sensuality, prosperity, and gold has become the idol. And, and these are principalities and powers of darkness that seem to be moving into every institution. The principalities and powers of darkness, this war that's being raised, and believe me, all, all but one candidate on the Democratic side, I don't know yet but where all the Republicans stand, but even they, those candidates are for gay marriage. And it seems like though this, this war has developed in that there's, there seems to be a boasting in this uh, area, principalities and powers that are moving into positions of power in our institutions and agencies and even into church denominations. When, when you have the leader of the Episcopalian Church here in the United States uh, advocating gay marriage and uh, ordaining a gay bishop, and you, you see this almost this mockery. You, you, you see this uh, pride that we're going to win this war. That, that we're going to move into power, and they're doing that. You can be sure that any anyone who gets into power now in the presidency and many in Congress, we are headed for gay marriage. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And now in our schools teaching that homosexuality is the right way, and teenagers are being taught in some of our schools now to try it, even in grade schools. And you, 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 you see them in these principalities and powers working through people, uh, putting up their chest and saying, we are in power, we're in your face. But folks, the Bible says our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God and tearing down strongholds. And the apostles said, we don't war that kind of war. We don't do that. We war through prayer. We war through our knees. We don't have to have a machete in our hand. We don't have to lop off somebody's head or somebody's arm. Our power is not those carnal weapons. Lord be to God. Now, we know who's going to win this war. I said, we know how this war comes up. Mighty through God in pulling down strongholds and principalities and powers. 
You see, there's another war, and this is the war I want to concentrate on this morning. And that's the private war to individual children of God. Individual private wars. The writers of Ecclesiastes said there's a time for war, there's a time for peace. Now, you may be enjoying a time of peace right now. The joy of the Lord is flooded in your soul. Your problems, uh, many of them have been solved or God has answered prayer. And you're in that time. There's a time for rejoicing, a time for peace. And I trust that many of you are there. But also said there's a time for war. And that war, that private war will come to you if you're not already in it. And many of you sitting here listening to me right now, you have been enduring and you are in the middle, engaged in a spiritual warfare private that nobody else knows about. Nobody else can share. You can't tell anybody because it's so deep and they wouldn't understand or they might judge you. And then, for example, I talk.
ruinous of it, and how it is, but the guilt and how it's brought such ruin into your life. Problem number two that God has. How does he get this man to come to the end of himself and all of his Hallelujah. We just got our internet back up and going. You know, I've been wrestling with that thing for the last 30 minutes, and I just decided that I would, uh, that would allow me to do some of the things that I was trying to do this morning. Praise and hallelujah. Well, good morning. I won't be before you long. My days have been picking up. There's a lot of work in the kingdom to be done. Amen. Uh, it's just that the Lord is calling us to a deeper relationship in him. In the midst of having a deeper relationship with the Father, hallelujah, we are, uh, we're either going to find ourselves coming up short one way or the other. The majority of the shortness, we just shortchange the Father, hallelujah. And all the blessings that he has bestowed upon us and, and, and how he's keeping us, you know, we had better start living the word of God. Hallelujah. We had uh, welcome a, a man of God. God bless you this morning. I pray that all is well. Of course, I know it is because the prayers of the saints are daily much. Hallelujah. Praise God. We, um, people don't really want the whole, whole truth today. The truth got to be watered down, sprinkled on. And then just give us what we want and that type of uh, gospel is no gospel at all. Give the people, you know, we, we, we have got to remember our forefathers. We need to never forget um, what we've done, you know. I always uh, wanted to go ourselves, you know, we finish out of the book of uh, uh, Second Peter, and uh, uh, now we're coming into First John, which I've never made it there yet, due to uh, um, Lord Durell and my plans, and uh, he had another plan. So we're still stuck over here in Deuteronomy, and we're running from Leviticus. You know, and I asked you all, if you would, uh, to go back to your Bibles and begin to look into the Word of God uh, from Leviticus, 26th chapter. First, the third verse, and Deuteronomy 7th chapter, go up to the 34th verse, and then go back to Deuteronomy 
first chapter. No, 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 no. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, beginning at the first verse. And I'm trying to uh, hear from the Lord concerning the dispensation and hour that we're living in. You know, everyone wants to know when will be the happening of the end and what would it look like and where would it come. And I believe today that the Lord has holy men and women of God that knows his plan, may not know the hour, but he has not led you in darkness. Those of you that can read and that believe that there will be a coming of the Messiah, that believe that the end of all things is at hand. We're living in an hour and time that we don't have time for all the foolishness, all the pedophilia, and all of the sinful things that we do in a place that is called by my name, by the name of Yahshua, by the name of Jesus Christ. We can't downplay it any longer. Family and friends, it's time to wake up and to come back to his word. I can't get back to the Father without the word. Prodigal son's father, he had a word for his son. And the word to his son was, son, welcome home. Welcome home. And it's that time he promised Israel that I would bring you back again into your own land. I'll, I'll call you from the north, south, east, and west. You know, this is the time, the season is right, that we would know the truth and stop nabbing and, and jumping on the bandwagon about the police shooting and this and that. You know, can't no one do anything to any living creature without the Lord knowing and seeing is the thing that we need to look and find out, well, what am I doing that these things are happening? Am I at the wrong place at the wrong time? Or is it that? I just don't see it. I didn't see it coming. Wow, it blindsided me. So that's what we aim at doing today. It's showing a people that is in a nation that know that it's not their home. If it had been your home, then you never would have had to get here on a boat. You'd have been born here. It's like one of the guys I know telling the other guy, they were locked in prison. And the guy said, man, I'm from Fifth Ward. Everybody want to be from Fifth Ward. That's Fifth Ward, Houston, Texas. The other guy, Charles, told him, said, no, you're not. He said, man, you can't tell me where I'm from. He said, I bet you. He said, where you were born at? He said, I was born at St. Joe's. He said, I told you it wasn't from Fifth Ward. He said, where you were born at? I was born at 3912 Spike Heart. And that's smack dab in the middle of Fifth Ward. <laughs> so this is the same way, hallelujah, with the word today. Amen. Some of us think that we're walking according to God's plan today. 
some of us is even teaching. I went to uh uh I went to a uh vacation Bible program yesterday because I feel that my my child, me teaching her, is just not enough. Let her be exposed and see how other children live and what they do. It's not my intention to keep Shana from from the world. She got a cell phone. She smack dab in the middle of the world. Some of us parents are so naive. Our kids got more computer devices at the age of one than we've had in a lifetime. We will ever have in a lifetime. Let us go straight into the word this morning so that I may be able to complete this fast. Again, welcome, man of God, this morning. God bless you. The internet just shot out here, so I have no control of the board, but I'm not going to let that cross me up because they can't stop me. I can still be using my mouth. My eyes won't see nothing on screen. But to all the listeners, again, we thank, amen, our producer, Rod and Lynn. God bless her. Amen. And uh, uh, we just want to just do God's good and perfect will today. Uh, we want to uh, go to our opening scripture in Isaiah 61. I'm going to go over that. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, bless you this morning. Keep Moses' face to shine upon you. Amen. Fan working. Good news of salvation. Starts in Isaiah sixty first chapter. The opening scripture for this morning. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to claim liberty to the captive and the opening of the prisons of those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, console those who mourn in Zion, give them beauty facts, the all of joy, mourning, the government of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be Glorified. Welcome this morning, family, first production, and I, amen, your co-host, Apostle Lamis, is here this morning with you to bring you the word concerning God's people. Gentiles, the Jews, the Greek, the Israelites, and all. But God was speaking to a specific group of people, which were to be role models. Some way or another, being that they were short-sighted, brought about stiff-necked. Brought about stiff-necked, they were short-sighted, brought about blind. I'm thinking about uh, uh, in the book of Exodus, they were stiff-necked. You know, and if you got a stiff-necked, man, you... You, you know you're not functioning properly because you better be careful if you drive the car. So you're going to have to turn your whole body to the right and to the left. You know, you can have an accident. Stiff, being stiff-necked is very dangerous. 
because it will cause you not to see in places you need to be and things that you need to see. So this morning, we're going to try again. I know I won't get through, but we had came out of the book of Leviticus, and we had made it over to Deuteronomy, and I was trying, we were, the Lord was trying to show me that his word, you know, we're quickly hollering about the new covenant, the new way, hallelujah. You didn't find a new way with your grandmother, your grandpa. You didn't make a new way with your wife. You didn't go home yesterday to your wife and start telling her, you know, honey, I got a new way we're going to make love. You know, let's not downplay the message, hallelujah, that the Lord himself said unto Israel. He said, I've given you duties, laws, and statutes. I mean, you got to think about it now. The heavenly host, the heavenly father, hallelujah, he created us, Genesis 1.26, in his likeness. He said, let us make man, hallelujah. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit stood there while man was being made. Then after making man, man decided that he would make things a man that he wanted. Amen. Forget about the way of God. And I'm going to write in the book the things that I want to write in this book. I'm going to say things, amen, in this word that God didn't say. That's why you need the Holy Spirit this morning. That's why you need the word, amen, and an example. You need to let this word be an example to you this morning. Hallelujah. You're wondering why so many times that you're being shot down in the streets of America. Water, amen, in our city in Detroit, no good. I call it genocide. I mean, I, I might as well bring it to the fore. But it used to be, I said, that's racist. And then I thought about it is racist. It is very, very racist. All of a sudden, things start happening to a group of people that is from a nation that they have kept secret and have watered them down, amen, with their own gospel according to Christ Jesus. I know you're not going to like what I say, but, you know, I'm studying and I have studied. And I found out that we've been taught a lie. But we're not going to get into that. Morning. That comes further down the line. The Lord told me to say to my people, if you return unto me, I'm going to return unto you, and I'm going to heal your backslide. You won't have to continue to go to church, amen, and do all your religious rituals, amen, and think and hope that I'm saved. The majority of the people that I talk to in the streets and on the streets and I preach, they said, I ain't heard it like that. Well, it's being in the book of Minister Sharp. Is this in the book what I'm talking about? Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you believe? But do you believe? Yes, sir. Uh, Do do you believe that that we've been taught this way a long time with the lie mixed with the truth? It's been a lie told mixed up with the truth. And they use, amen, the Son of God to perpetrate and perpetuate, amen, uh, God. This Absolutely. is not the plan of God that the water in Detroit should be poisoned. It's not the plan of God that mosquitoes would uh, uh, infect people and, and hurt the pregnant woman, glory to God, amen, and, and cause the baby to be deformed. I think it's genocide, hallelujah. 
I think it's a form of genocide. And at the same time, while we're trying to escape the pollution of this world, glory to God, hallelujah, we as a nation of people are so scattered. You know, our Gentile nation of people, they love us, some of them, just like you love some of them. It's not the people's hallelujah, but it's that same spirit of Satan that fell from heaven one day and said, I'm going to go down and mess with the children of men. Satan had a plan, but God had already put his plan and established his plan and spoke to a nation of people and said, I want you to be a role model for me. I'm going to create me a people. That's going to love me and do, hallelujah, my will. That's, that's going to love me and, amen, do accordingly as I have showed them. God didn't just show us, amen. He became an example to us, glory to God, by putting up with us and loving us, amen, when he would have killed us, amen, before we even got to joy. But God, God had a man. And in this day and time and hour, I am one of the men that God helps today to tell you that your plan is not working. You can't continue to go on doing it your way. Just you and your family going to the house of the Lord, and you're not worried in your whole community, your whole nation. Jeremiah said, we have sinned. And I say this morning, we have sinned before a holy God. And God is angry. Hallelujah. We all the way from the River Jordan to the Euphrates Rivers, all the way to America. We have stumbled and backbited and lied and connived, and here we are today. Look like you're going in reverse. The Bible said in Deuteronomy, it said, they will bring you. They will bring you to Egypt. They will get tired of you. Pharaoh said, come up here. I don't want them no more. My sons are dying. My water is blood. Nuts, lions, mosquitoes, and everything. We are covered with the sin of the Israel. Let them go. Let them go. And we went. Then God began to command us. Do not make yourself any graven image. Don't make anything like an angel. What you have seen in the life that you have lived, don't make no statue of Moses, don't make no statue of Yahshua, don't make no wooden image, don't make nothing of stone, don't even make a cross and you wear it around your neck and you think it's holy and dignified. It's a sin and a serious indictment on the body of Christ. A holy God, a holy God is talking, and I'm coming to a close. A holy God saying in the 45th verse of Deuteronomy, he said, more all these curses shall come upon you and pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the voice of the Lord your God. Your God, all these other gods that we have, amen, silver, gold, amen, metal, wood, he said, you did not obey me. I am the true and only God. He said, I and I alone. And besides me, there's none other. Hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah. 
Thank you for his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. He's a living example to you that you can make it. A man coming in the flesh in this world was tempted, amen, tasted death, amen, was tempted like a man, hallelujah. But through all of his temptation, amen, he didn't grumble, he didn't bicker. We got the nerves enough to grumble, amen. You know, I try before God not to grumble, hallelujah. I pray, God, if you tell me to do it, hallelujah, I'm going to look to you and believe that I can do it. And he's doing it through me. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Father. Hallelujah. Bless the Son. Hallelujah. We disobeyed the Father. Destruction is upon the nation of people. We're being pursued by our enemies. The Bible said that your enemy, amen, will come out against you. Hallelujah, one way, and ye shall flee several ways because of your iniquity, because of your sin, you Gentile, you Jew, you Greek, you Hebrew, whoever you are, you have sinned. Holy God said, return unto me. Second Chronicles 7.14 said, if my people, if my people are called by my name, Israel, return, amen, seek my face, pray, I'm going to let you hear from heaven. I'm going to heal the land, and I'm going to forgive all of the sin and iniquity. Hallelujah. Said you have not, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord your God. You keep his commandments. He said, I'm going to put my commandments in your heart. You have run away from my statue which he commanded you, and they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and on your descendants. Now, you got to look at this now. How do you get from this, from the Old Testament, when he said, this is going to be a sign upon them, the peoples of that day, and their descendants. My God, for glory, what do it take you to understand and see that obviously there's something wrong today. There's something wrong with our religion. Our old-time, big-time religion is not making, huh? It ain't working today, hallelujah. It's not making any sense. It's not adding up. You continue going doing the same thing in the house of the Lord when Jeremiah said in the seventh chapter, that you ought not do this stuff. My house shall be called... A house of prayer by my name. Hallelujah. Oh, help me, Lord. My God, from glory. My God, hallelujah. Teach me, Lord. Oh, God, put it in my heart that I'll believe you and I'll preach nothing else. Hallelujah. That's your truth. Right there you said that it's going to be upon you and all of your descendants. We are the descendants, and if we be the descendants this morning, why are we acting like strangers in a strange land? My God, for glory. And they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder, and on the descendants forever, forever. So come on, people. If the Lord say forever, you just going to throw forever out along with all of your bogey beliefs this morning. Throw away if you want to, but you will find out in the end, and you are in the end time. He's speaking to Israel. 
if he's telling Israel that this is going to happen to you, well, why is it happening? Hey, don't be like you know, some of these foolish preachers now. Talk about uh, uh, Paul had a thorn in his side. He had some infirmity. No, he didn't have no infirmity. He said it was a message from Satan that buffeted him. Buffeted him. You understand me? This message from Satan, glory to God, hallelujah, it had to be that the same thing that the devil tormented us with. Whatever we was, whatever we were doing, the devil come back and say, you still a homosexual. You still messed up. You still on marriage. You still a prescription. You still a legal druggie. And that enemy was tormenting Paul. You a murderer, Paul. That was his infirmity. And it's the same infirmity today. Satan so used that type of thing to keep you from believing the truth. So you can continue to live in darkness and continue to say, he ain't talking to me. He ain't talking to me. You sound to me like that like that, uh, that big bumblebee. One of these uh, uh, programs Sam was watching, uh, King B was his name. But in our King B, it was Christian Channel. King B would not listen to God. King B, the, 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 the grasshoppers and stuff told him, uh, King B, you can't do anything, you know, in the garden. The garden is God's garden and on and on. But anyhow, King B just did everything. He tore down the ant mound and everything. He didn't have a house. He messed up all the grasshopper stuff. Grasshopper was messed up. And he was laying there on a recliner with a great big old honeycomb with a straw stuck in his mouth. I'm like, I don't listen to nobody. And when God came and said, King B, he didn't say nothing. He heard him. King B, he ain't said nothing. King B. Yes, yes, yes. Who is that? He knew who it was. He said, I'm the Lord. And King B went to stumbling up, stumbling away from there. He didn't want to stuff his hands on his ear. Popped his ears up and was running away. I don't hear a thing. The last started singing one of his songs, fell flat on his face. And then he got repentant. He went and restored the ant. He went and restored the grasshopper. And he asked him for forgiveness. Some of you need to ask for forgiveness this morning. You know, even for some of the things you said about me. Do not put your lips on me because the Father will take them off. I can't help my attitude for the gospel. Somebody ought to have an attitude about the gospel and stop letting any little old thing come in and trouble them. Hallelujah. I'm troubled every day. I have to deal with crime and sin and, and smut and stuff every day. So one, I'm not consumed by that mess and do the same thing they do. I refuse to be that way. Hallelujah. We want to close that. That verse will make note of it. Seems like I can't never get through this, but you know, we need to have an understanding we need to have an understanding of this word. That's what we need is an understanding of this word. Hallelujah. Man of God, God bless you this morning. We're so glad that you, amen, took the opportunity. All you all over in foreign lands in the U.K. and Japan, amen, Vietnam, amen, Russia, and all the other countries around the world. It is a pleasure, amen, to come into your home this morning with the word of truth. Amen. I'm not angry at you. Amen. I'm just angry at seeing that we cannot see that we need to return unto the Lord. Not only do the uh, Israelites need to return to the Father, amen, but every nation, amen, every lying tongue, amen, must hear from the word, from the God, from the God, from the God, from the God of truth. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the enemy, if he can, he will distort any and everything that you have before you. At this time, amen, the man of God.
Amen. Minister Shuck would like to comment. Amen. Greet the house, close us out. Amen. Have opportunity. Uh, I would certainly like to hear from you this morning, mighty man of God. And I did get your message on the support for uh, service uh, Sunday. Yes, sir. Hallelujah, glory to God, amen, praise God, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's give praise and glory and honor to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Just uh, reiterate what you were saying, which is true. You know, we have been, we have been, we have been wrongfully taught. I'm not even like a child. I was, I was wrongfully taught, and I don't know if that's, that, that was the understanding that they had back in the day. But uh, listening, amen. I will call letters for this call is. Uh, Seven two four 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 seven four four four, and the ID is one 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 two five three pound, and then it'll ask you to enter your ID, and you do one pound again. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so glad this morning for your Word, Amen. Being a lamp unto our feet this morning, a light unto our path. We take delight in you and the word this morning. We ask you, Lord, to create in our heart a clean spirit as we go from here today. Give us what we stand in need of, Father. Touch and bless every nation today, Father. Look upon your peoples this morning, Father. Give us what we need and not only what we want. And, Father, we'll return unto you with praise and thanksworthiness. Father, forgive us for all of our sin. We are the nation, Father. If you teach me and deliver me, Father, from everything that would keep me from speaking uh, before your people, if you would use me, Father, I'll be willing to do all that you have placed within me to do, and I will tell the truth, Father, and not allow gain and, and money, Lord, to bring me into bondage. I thank you this morning for all of my people, and I ask your blessings to rain down upon all the peoples of God, Father, Lord, uh, Freddie, Sister Robin Lynn, Father Lord, my mother and family and friends and neighbors, and you all all around the world. It's my prayer today that we would dig deep and search for this word, search through this word for truth. Oh God, fill us up with the truth today that someone may see our life, and our life will be a living epistle and will be a living sermon that they can not only hear but see with their eyes and come after you in these last and evil days. And we'll just give you all praise, glory, and honor this morning. And the most high, Yah, Selah, and God bless the Son, Yahshua, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. See you in the morning, 6.30. Be blessed. Have a beautiful day. Selah, Shalom. Selah, Shalom.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.